listening to Transformative Coaching. This is Nina Madhok. Welcome to today's episode. Today's podcast is all about activity addiction. Let's begin by giving you a little exercise that you may want to try the next time you get into work. Perhaps you work in an office environment. Perhaps it's some other kind of environment. Wherever you work, the next time you step in, just as you're about to sit down and start to action items, just pause. Pause with nothing. Look out of the window or even look at a blank computer screen. Don't act. Don't pick up a pen. Don't touch your mouse. Don't talk and don't try and solve a problem. Just sit. Just sit and do nothing. Try to do this for just three minutes. If during those three minutes you find this test difficult, if you start to notice that you're getting restless and you experience an urge to be doing something, to be touching the mouse or maybe picking up your phone or maybe even starting to speak to someone, then that's a little indication to you that you are addicted to doing that it's just difficult for you to stop and be and do nothing. Perhaps this situation sounds familiar to you. It's been a really long, busy week at work. You've been constantly on the go and you're really looking forward to the weekend. But before you've even finished your Friday evening, you've scheduled multiple activities for the weekend. You're gonna be seeing several friends on Saturday You've already created your to-do list of all the things that you need to get done. And by the time Saturday comes round, before it's even 9am, you've started to get busy on that activity list. You've also lined up other activities to make sure that you're going to be busy for the whole weekend. Is that something that sounds familiar to you? What happened to the busy week and the need to de-stress? What happened for your need to wind down, relax and do nothing? Why did activity suddenly end up filling all of your space and time on the weekend? It's a funny thing that's crept into our culture. It's almost like it's now built into our DNA. It's part of our identities to be busy and stressed. If we're busy and stressed, we equate this to being important. It means that we're committed, we work hard, we're achieving things. If we're not busy and stressed, conversely, that just means you're not trying hard enough. Something's wrong with you. You're somehow lacking. We grow up getting this message from all around us. Somehow receiving the message that we need to be juggling multiple activities at a time We need to be constantly on the go, constantly moving forward, striving to achieve something with our limited lives. So we take on board this message and we internalise it. So if it's so deep-rooted in our society, why is it a problem? It's a problem because it takes us away from ourselves. However, activity addiction can be really deep-rooted. It's deep-rooted not just because we receive it as a message from those around us and also because we're constantly surrounded by people who are busy all the time, but also because at a fundamental biological level, when we achieve something, our brains release a hormone called dopamine. Dopamine is that kick that you get. 
that kick where you, you do an activity and you tick it off your to-do list and for those few moments, just a few seconds, you just feel really good. Ah, I got that thing done. It got done. I knew I needed to tick it off the list and it got done. And you get that little kick that makes you feel good. Now the problem with that kick is it's very, very short-lived, as many of you will be very familiar with. So instead of going off in search of something that's a more sustainable, calmer way of us feeling good about ourselves, we rely on that short-term kick and we set out to repeat it. So you do an activity, you get the reward, it feels good, you get the kick, the kick dies down and you go out and you find something else to do, something else on your to-do list, which means that you can get another kick. Does that sound familiar? Just reflect for a moment on what that means then. If you're constantly chasing short-term goals to be able to feel good, what does that mean for how you're living your life? Well, the first thing is it causes immediate problems there. But there's also something deeper at play. If we keep busy, then we don't really need to stop and reflect and face how we might be feeling inside. We can avoid any difficult emotions that come up, but also we can avoid difficult questions about our lives. Are we with the right partner? Are we in the right career? Does our life have meaning? Are we heading in the direction that we'd like to be heading? If we're constantly like a hamster on a wheel and we just run round, we don't really need to answer these questions. We're far too busy to do that. One day, one day there will be some more time and we'll be able to answer those questions. But for the moment, there's just too many things that need to be done. And somehow we keep all of these balls juggling in the air so that we don't really have to face anything that's too difficult. Anything that might rock the boat that we precariously balance our lives on. So if we're addicted to doing, then it does two things for us. It creates two major problems. The first one is we become very reactive. We've got no time to face and process our own emotions. We've got no time to reflect on how we'd like to react to situations. Instead, we react in the moment and it's immediate. We don't stop to consider what we'd actually like and how we'd like to approach things. And the second problem that's created is that we feel that as long as we're busy and we keep working at things, we'll get to where we want to go to. What if we're heading in the wrong direction for us? We haven't paused to ask those difficult, deeper questions. So what if we're busy, but we're heading in entirely the wrong direction for us? So how do we make peace with not always being busy? How do we provide ourselves with the emotional support and that feeling of feeling good without a short-term dopamine kick? And how do we build up the courage to face the difficult questions that are in our lives so that we don't feel the need to avoid them? But also, how do we stop ourselves being addicts when actually there's so many demands over our time and everyone around us and everything around us is so fast-paced and constantly busy? Well, here's a few thoughts for you. The first one is, write some space into your to-do list. 
have spaces in your diary which aren't filled up with things. Just see what happens in that space. It's those silent pauses just in between notes that really make a melody in music. And it's those spaces in our to-do list that really create a deeper understanding of what direction we'd like to go in. Second thought is start to question your relationship with doing. Is there a way in which you can get things done and be productive in your life without being addicted to doing? In the moments where you feel the need to run and get things done urgently, just slow it down. It's important to slow things down before you speed up. If you slow things down and you pause and you plan, you can consider what you'd actually like to be spending your time on. And whether the activities that you're filling your to-do list with are actually important to you. So why is all of this even important? Why does it matter? Why can we not just carry on doing all of these things and ticking things off one by one on our to-do list? Well, the most important problem with this is that busyness disconnects you from yourself. It disconnects you from your emotions. The busier you get, the more energy goes to your head. You start to think about the next activity that you need to get done. And it flows away from your heart. You don't pause to consider how you're feeling or to check in with your body and see how your body's feeling. Not only do you distance yourself from your own emotions, but often you'll distance yourself from other people and their emotions because that might just get in the way of you achieving things. The second thing is, busyness stops you from seeing the big picture. We've already touched on the fact that it doesn't allow us the time and space to be able to ask difficult questions. Well, it basically keeps us away from asking the question why in general. And the less we ask, the more we get removed from what our own purpose is, the more removed we get from our own inner desires and where we'd like to go in our lives. Instead, we become these reactive robots that are just designed to be there and achieve more. But often, achieving more and ticking off more things on that to-do list is actually achieving a lot less because your heart's not in it. You're just running and you're busy, but you're not really feeling it. It doesn't really feel good. It's just that short-term kick. When you slow down momentarily and you start to let go of things, you allow the brain to say, actually, I don't need that dopamine kick. And it allows you to focus with a sense of clarity and freedom on what it is that you actually want, rather than acting out of impulse. So you can start to consider what your larger goals are in life and what you'd really like to achieve. So by slowing it down, you actually speed up. You speed up moving towards yourself and your own real goals. You speed up achieving things that are really of importance to you in your life. 